Hello and welcome to Sort by Best Match. I'm Megan. And I'm Ivy. Just kidding. Wow. Pranked. Pranked. <laughs> Ivy's down below. Maybe you'll hear them shout out at some point if we say something particularly funny. Maybe not. BTS. I- oh BTS, oh Ivy God. says. Um, they're beta testing a little game right now, so actually cooler than us. Cooler than me. Yeah. We started a band recently, actually, and that's yeah. one of the songs we're working on. That's why we've been gone. We've been working on our band. Yeah. Lemonade Mouth, it's called. Oh, gee. There's a movie about us already. <laughs> yeah, you guys should check that out. Um, yeah, sorry about that, but also, who's listening that dedicated? Yeah. Like, um, uh, if, if you are, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we were like, we're not going to be gone that long again. And then we were gone for even longer. It was like over a month because we did it in like March. Yeah. School is hard. Mm, well, I don't think so. Just okay. kidding. That was a prank, guys. Wow. Again. Emily's been in a prank mood lately. Yeah. Lots of, mostly pranks on Ivy. Yeah. Literally not pranks at all. Literally the worst thing ever. It never would laugh. And then... <laughs> They also like to see the two of them um, if they can trick me on things because I'm gullible. Yeah. I forget what we tried to trick you on. Didn't we try to trick you about something recently? Yes. What was it? I don't remember. It was like the... <laughs> I don't remember. There was. Uh, I just remember we were talking about something where we were like, we could probably get Megan to believe yeah, this. Yeah, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Oh, it was like... Because the, there's these pictures up around that are like... Someone's oh, wait. <laughs> yes, we yes, should, yes. We should have we done that. Honestly. Yeah, but it's like the, someone's missing cat, and we were going to uh-huh. take a picture of it, but edit it to be like Yoongi and be like, someone's putting these up around campus, and we were saying you would probably believe us if we if said that. it was that. edited well enough? Oh, no, no, no. It was um, the BTS at the Grammys. They were going to perform XYZ oh, song, yeah, and yeah. You, thought, you thought you were going to get me. Oh, oh, there was that that actually happened. Yes. We actually tried that. But the Yoongi one was just a thought. Yeah, we contemplated that recently. Which would have been so funny, but... Well, I didn't think really? that the the Grammy one, I, I didn't do it as a prank to think that you I know. would, would you believe just, it. You, you just believed it. I didn't believe it. I just chose not to question you. Uh, it was just a joke. Like, that wasn't even me trying to get you. So happy Anyways. Okay, that was a bit too... That was. I feel like that was probably really... If you don't know what we're talking about then you probably have no idea what's going I'm on i'm so sorry anyways today we have hamilton and batman so it's batman first yeah i have a lot of like short things so i don't okay. know how long this will be but we'll see it could end up being like longer than i think but this first one i have is a little poem and i love when people on fanfiction.net write poems yes i do too is it an acrostic poem no it's just like a we had one poem. of those once yeah I don't even know if I could really call this a poem, but it is. Okay. Okay. Let me just try to read it without. One saw his parents shot right in front of him, shattering his mind for the rest of his life. Keeping his feelings to himself, he becomes the Dark Knight Avenger every single night. So, that man. <laughs> By crim- putting criminals behind bars in Arkham Asylum, the other, <laughs> the other uses a notebook and a pen. This is Death Note. Yeah. And writes a few words, and next thing anyone and everyone else knows, bodies start piling up and tons of people are dead. By someone named simply as Kira. 
Nobody knows who he is because he operates from the shadows, letting his pawns do all the work. Well, people found out who he was and then he died. Oh, yeah. So Light Yagami doesn't have to get his hands dirty, but no one would even know by looking at him that he was a serial killer. Because instead of looking like a mass murderer, he looks just like you and me. Wow. Yeah, and the title is How Light Yagami and Bruce Wayne Are the Same and Different. And I don't really know how that poem really put that across. I feel like this was like a school assignment, like compare two characters. But they have another one, which is How Light Yagami and the Joker Are the Same and Different. Oh. I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but they wrote two poems. Oh, they're doing a lot. How Balto and Tramp are the same and different? Yeah, they just kind of do this a lot. How Mushu and Salem Saberhain are the same and different? They love these poems. Yeah, so they have a lot. It's probably like on page 11. Whoa! (laughs) 2,921. Are you serious? Is that pages or works? Oh my god. (gasps) Is that pages? No, 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 go to, go to last, go to last, go to last. <gasps> oh, okay, 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 it works. They have 147 pages on their profile. That is so insane! <laughs> wow! Who's it by? Is it Smart? Smart Kira. Kira. Should I, I guess? Uh, smart Kira is really smart with their writing speed. Yeah, first work is from 2012, and most recent is from... 2019! Yeah, so they've been going for a while. But they were cranking it out for those years. They were really on the grind. Okay, this one's really stupid, but here we go. Okay, this one's called The Dark Initiate. (laughs) It's a Batman-Divergent crossover. Yeah, it's revealed right away, so... Thomas Wayne and his erudite family walked into the alley. They were there because all the other ways were blocked off by the dauntless guards. They heard something about a murder. All was going well until a man dressed in dauntless colors walked into the alley. He was pointing a gun at them. It's always the alley. (laughs) Stay back, Bruce, Thomas said to his eight-year-old son. Give me your money and nothing will happen to either of us, the robber said, his hand shaking. I thought the whole point of, like, Divergent was that there was no crime. Yeah, but they gotta make the, keep the Batman backstory. True. Thomas handed over his wallet. Give me the necklace, he pointed at the pearl necklace on Martha, Thomas's wife's neck. She handed it over, and while he was distracted, Thomas lunged the robber. The robber pulls the trigger and shoots Thomas. Martha cries over her husband's corpse, and the robber shoots her too. He runs away. Bruce is left there, shocked over his family's bodies. And the author's note is... Before anyone comes to any conclusions, yes, this is a joke. Me and my friends told me to write a fanfiction, and here it is. One of them is still sitting in the corner. Also, don't worry, the next chapter will be a lot longer. I do not believe them that they wrote this as a joke, and no. that I don't think their friends told them to do this. I think this is them making up their fake little author's note. Like, guys, like... I love when authors make up their fake little author's note. Like, that was LB Prime 2324. I mean, we're gonna keep going. Oh, okay, great. Like, I'm just saying, it does not seem like a joke. <laughs> chapter 2. After the murder of his parents, Bruce spent a lot of his time trying to find the killer of his parents, but to no avail. Eventually, he gave up, and instead used his knowledge to research, research mm-hmm. non-lethal weapons for mm-hmm. the Dauntless Guards, making lethal weapons obsolete. No one else will die when lethal weapons are gone. There's a lot of weird, um, like, indentation here. Mm-hmm. 
um, enjambment, if you will. Sure. This chapter I just had us read because it has uh, worse spelling, so that's it. It was fun here. <laughs> when it came to the day where he had to do his aptitude test, he came out divergent. <laughs> oh, oh my god, he came out as divergent. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet um, that it was like um, YA, like dystopian book where they make you take the MI gay test, and if you're gay, they just shoot you. Uh, yes, like. It's, it's really giving divergent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to headcanon Triss as gay, mm-hmm. and that's the reason that they're after her. Yeah. Um, he was part erudite, part dantless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it came to the choosing ceremony, the choice was obvious. Dauntless. Okay. He had a plan he needed to work out within their ranks, after all. Initiation was simple. He was usually at the top of all the ranks and made it into Dauntless without suffering from any of those eye-gouging horror stories. He made the costume and weapons without much trouble. Part A has gone by smoothly. Okay, that's where we're going to end. Even though That didn't seem like chapter. a joke. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, they definitely were just like, guys, like, don't worry. This is a joke. Huh? My friends made me do this when they were just like sitting. Yeah, like, no, Bestie, <laughs> just own up to it. Like, like, we've all we've all written our fun little crossovers. Like, it's definitely taken seriously. That's just say, just say it's it's serious. Okay, this one we're trying to. I might have to skip through a bit because it's kind of long, but it's just there's one reveal. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't exactly. Let me see if I can. Okay, so Batman just sees, uh, like saves this girl, and then now it's like he is back as Bruce Wayne, and the girl is like comes to his house so it's okay. like he just met her as batman but then she's now I coming see. to the house can i can you make the font bigger oh, for yeah. me just so i don't see things <laughs> also as a little context in our recording studio right now i'm looking into the eyes of bts everywhere what do you mean that's crazy stop <laughs> lying <laughs> also isaac newton yeah and Gojo with his Except, blindfold yeah, on. I'm not looking in his eyes. I'm not looking in his eyes, <laughs> but he can see me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yes. Master Bruce, there's a lovely young lady at the front door, Alfred called from the entrance of the Bat Cave. She says she was just hired by the new clothing company you kickstarted. Why is he starting a clothing company? <laughs> with a sigh, Bruce eased himself out of his computer chair and pulled down his cowl. I'll be up as soon as I slip out of this. Alfred disappeared back into the house. Bruce ran a hand through his short, sweaty hair, mussing up into what looked like bedhead. He started to exchange his costume for the clothing that Alfred had brought down at some point. A slightly wrinkled t-shirt, cotton pajama pants, and a thick bathrobe that cost more than a slightly used car. As he walked out of the cave, all he could think about was wanting to fall asleep in those pajamas that saw such little use. As Bruce was passing the sitting room on his way to the front door, he glimpsed someone perched on one of the formal, uncomfortable-looking couches. Slowing down, he took in black ankle pants, a red polka-dotted blouse, black penny loafers, and a familiar mane of wet, wavy red hair. Okay. That would not give yeah, me anything. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting so anything. don't worry. Okay. On her lap rested two plates of cookies. Actually, no, it's giving Taylor from 911. Slay. <laughs> um, but that would, ne- it would never be her. It was giving me Miss Frizzle from the Miss Frizzle class. as well. I'm just, wavy red hair. Yeah. I have, I have Taylor on the mind. We were watching 911 last night. On her lap rested two plates of cookies, one saran wrap plate on top of the other one. It was the girl he helped the night before. She had been the only person he had helped that night. 
good morning, Mr. Wayne, she said, standing slowly as he entered the room and clutching her cookies tightly. Good morning, miss. He trailed off. His company may have hired her, but he certain he had certainly not been personally involved in the hiring. Jane Bennett? What? Oh, I didn't prejudice. <laughs> she doesn't have red hair. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think funny. she does. No, it's like... <laughs> Jane Bennett, your company just gave me a job and I wanted to come and thank you. I do hope that I didn't wake you. You didn't, Miss Bennett, Bruce replied quickly. I was just about to sit down for some breakfast. Would you like to join me? She shook her head. Should I keep doing the accent? I mean, we, we're like, oh, okay. stop there. It was just Jane like, Bennett. Why Jane, too? Yeah, I know. That's what also made me chuckle. <laughs> like, that's so random. Yeah. It's called Love it, though. Snickerdoodles by Delicate Dreams. I don't know why. Snickerdoodles. Because she brought him Snickerdoodles. Oh, okay. I was like, do they eat Snickerdoodles in Pride and Prejudice? No. Well, not not to my not in my memory. Maybe I should. Um, we also did a Pride and Prejudice episode a while back. Mm-hmm. It was honestly one of my favorites. I did like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is again so stupid, but uh, I wish I could cut the top off, but I don't think I can. But because it's so short, okay. So you will get spoiled about what it is a crossover. Okay, it's a Percy Jackson crossover. It's called Damien Meets Demigods by Nico Dragonel 777 I was getting bored of being in Way Manor with... <laughs> spelled very wrong. With Grayson and Drake. So I left and stole the Batmobile and went to New York. New York as one word. Yeah. There was news about it was being controlled by Greek gods. I enough about them from Grandfather and Wonder Women. Also one word. <laughs> wonder women as so i explored and found something that looked like a force field being the son of batman i had my spare of tech disintegrating the force field and went inside not how that works i'm I'm assuming that we're within like the last olympian that's what i was thinking as well that's the only time that there was a force field over new york Mm -hmm. and it put all mortals to sleep it wasn't like a it's not like a technological thing you can get no it was it was purely like You're going to pass out because it was a titan using sleep powers. Um, Anyways, alarms started blaring out of the blue. A bunch of kid with swords, me having my own sword, beat them. (laughs) What? (laughs) Until only three left. Their names were supposedly Nico, Jason, and Percy. Okay, so so not last Olympian. Yeah, I don't like that's why I was like, because I also thought it was last Olympian, but I'm like, I don't really know when this is taking place. Because I was thinking maybe it's just the thing for like Camp Half-Blood. But Maybe, but that happened on Long Island. Yeah, but I don't know. They're probably just confused. <laughs> okay. Um, Jason somehow flew to me and told me to surrender, so I didn't. We stated fighting. They beat me. Bing me blushed at being beat. They look at me. There was a silence until the one named Nico looked at me and grinned. I didn't know, but he had planned, but I stayed strong. <laughs> Did it turn gay at the end? That's what I was was wondering. But I like we stated fighting. They beat me, me bing, me blushed. (laughs) (laughs) We stated fighting. We beat me, bing, me. (laughs) What does that mean, bing me? (laughs) Love it. Okay. Um, Okay. This one is again so stupid. Just the crossover made me chuckle. Okay. It's a three-way crossover, and I don't think you would ever guess what the three things are. The first okay. one is comes in at the very beginning. Um, I'm going to guess the first one's Batman. 
Oh, wait, so true. <laughs> but, I mean, the second one. Also, you, if you look down, you might see it, so I don't know. Try to be I'll try not to. <laughs> <laughs> In Mr. Gold's Pawn Shop. So that is Once Upon a Time, that's Rumpelstiltskin's alter ego in the modern world. God, it's been such a moment since I've watched Once Upon a Time. I kind of, I kind of want to do it again. Just to see how it stands up to the test of time. Yeah. I still want the, the car that Emma has. An elderly man and a young blonde boy walk in. Gold has never seen either of them before and wonders what they could be doing in Storybrooke and why they have come to him. However, with magic, he is no longer a coward and can handle himself when necessary. He had a big issue with being a coward. Good evening, gentlemen, Mr. Gold said. My name is Mr. Gold. Welcome to my shop. Do you see anything that interests you? Hello, the old man said, extending his arm. I'm billionaire Bruce Wayne. I just bought a Doberman recently, and I'm looking for a sign to warn people of how dangerous he is. Why would you go to the pawn shop yeah, for like, that? Why would that be there? <laughs> like, wouldn't you not just order it online? Especially when you're, what did he say? I'm billionaire. I'm, billion, I'm billionaire Bruce Wayne. Wouldn't you just tell your little butler? Yeah. I need a sign that says Doberman on the, on like, the mansion. It's also not even like that wouldn't be that expensive to just like make a sign that says that. Like, no. What? Anyways, like, it would have made more sense if he's like, I'm looking to buy gold. Yeah, like. <laughs> well, danger is as danger does, dearie, gold quipped. I think I have just what you're looking for. Ah, here it is, Bruce exclaimed. <laughs> Watch out for the doorman. <laughs> he, <looks laughs> he looks at a display of signs. Gold assumes Bruce will pick the beware of dog sign, but instead he chooses the one underneath it. One way, Bruce said. Perfect. That way, whoever steps into my yard, like those jokers with, with a Z, or mutant punks, they'll know there's only one way out. In a body bag. Mm. Yes, I'm sure your dog must be very fierce indeed, Mr. Gold said. A pleasure doing business with you, Mr. Wayne. He turned to the young blonde-haired boy. I just want to okay. pick, what's your guess of who this is? Um, Bakugo from My Hero. That would be an interesting guess, but yes, continue. Okay. Can I help you, young man? Gold asked. Yeah, he said. I'm looking for something for my ex-girl, my girlfriend, or ex-girlfriend, Maya. Interesting. So is this Girl Meets World? No. Okay. Oh, I see, Gold said. Looking to win back her love? Well, I hardly think Bobbles would do that, dearie. It's complicated. <laughs> It's complicated, he said. I'm Zack, by the way, so Zack and Cody. Yeah, so Stop, what the hell? Batman once upon a time and Zack and Cody crossover. <laughs> so Batman adopted Zack and Cody? I'm like, that's why I'm like, why are they walking in together? Because they seem to be coming at the same time, so I guess they know each other somehow. Yeah. Weird. Um, Maya went to study in Africa, and she felt she couldn't manage a long-distance relationship. What if I told you I could work some magic and get you two together again, Gold asked. I don't know, Zack said. What do you have in mind? Zack would be like, yeah. Yeah, he would just be like, okay. Cody would be like, I don't know. And Zack would be like, hell yeah, man. Well, what if you could be together with each other even though you're miles apart, Gold asked. She said that electronic devices are scarce there, Zack said. By the way, do you know a London Tipton and were you ever on the SS Tipton? <laughs> What? I was like, where did that come from? Why would he Was the actor? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that either. 
No to both questions. I'm not talking about electronics, Gold said. I'm talking about physically being with each other, even though you're really separated. I was going to stop there. I was just okay. waiting for the London no, that's... mention. <laughs> Why would he ask that? Have you ever been on the SS Tipton? Yeah. And then, what? Like, I don't understand why they're together at all. I was trying to figure out if that... This is the, the end of this. This is what the author says at the end of this. Horror of horrors. Batman and Zack Martin, the new boy wonder, to die in Storybrooke? What? Rumpelstiltskin left them in a watery grave. Will they escape? Can they? Will Zack reunite with Maya? Will Bruce find his way back home? What does Rumpel have planned for the citizens of Storybrooke? For answers to these and other mystical questions, tune in tomorrow. Same bat website, same bat account. Honestly, slay for that. Yeah. I just like, oh my god, Rumpelstiltskin. I'm gonna start him. signing off on my chapters like that. Yeah, just... Batman and Zach Martin. The new do- <laughs> the new boy wonder to die in story, bro. Rumpelstiltskin left them in a watery grave. Okay, this next one is really stupid, and I only picked it out for this little art piece at the top. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it, <laughs> it doesn't. It like is Batman, but like it doesn't really relate. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> the black bat. Um, so on a yellow background, we have femme bla- Batman with like, like boobs. It's like bat boob armor. Like you, the raider breeder is like Batgirl. Or something. Okay, and then J Hope from <laughs> BTS. Yeah, I, I literally didn't even read it. Yeah, true. Slay Hope. I d- honestly didn't even read it. Laughing it up over there. I just picked it up because there was the drawings, and that just made me chuckle. So I love it. Yeah. So I think you are like. Batgirl or whatever. What was the name of the last one? Oh yeah. By the way. Sweet Magic Gone Baddie by Touched by a Monster. Slay on fanfiction.net. But this person has a lot of pictures. I don't know. Interesting. It's well, the same picture over It looks and over like again. it's they're just using it as a divider. Oh yeah. It's just a girl's like neck. Yeah. Huh. It's kinda a long story and oh Wow. Yeah, they How really many words just, is it? They just use this neck all the time. Okay. Oh, four, almost 5,000. Nice. Slay. But yeah, I kind of just picked it up because of the little art. So that's The Black Bat by Pretty and Roses. If you want to read it. We will bookmark it to our collection on AO3. We're sort by best match. Slay. Okay. So you can, you can check out all of the stories that we bookmarked there. Okay. So now this is the last one that I have. Okay. The Girl with the Green Eyes, Damien Wayne, ex-reader plus Joker's Daughter by Spicy Ramen Cup on Quotev. Quote of what a classic. Okay. The beginning. And then we've got a comic book colored panel of Robin, and he's kind of popping into the scene, and he says, you'll have to settle for the next best thing. Okay. So, okay. Then, author. Just to let you know, you'll have green eyes, and the tips of your hair are green as well. And your last name is Quinzel. Sorry, that's all I'll change about your character. Everything else is your choice. Okay, enjoy. Sorry. Is that their last name now? (laughs) A loud bang was heard in the ears of the anonymous Dark Knight on top of a large building just outside of GCPD, Gotham City Police Department. (laughs) Harley Quinn was pronounced dead seconds after labor. What? That's not very slay. The officers were going to give her the electric chair or put her in jail for life and no parole. But she had been fighting the officers to give her the life she had just birthed. The baby would be taken to Falcon Home and School for Children, where it would grow up knowing that they had no family. <laughs> so dramatic. Where they would grow up knowing that they... I mean, that feels very Batman, honestly. Yeah. 
There was another gunshot moments after, then another. These shots were uncalled for. The Dark Knight got suspicious. Also, okay, I assume that they meant Dark Knight as in K and yeah. it's just spelled Knight as in and uh like okay. We're switching it up. I got a little confused, but mm. yeah. Um, got suspicious and entered GCPD to investigate the gunshots. As the Dark Knight entered GCPD, he noticed the dead body of the once Harley Quinn, so lifeless and cold. Did she just walk in there to give birth? Or did, like, she give birth and then they just left her on the floor? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Damn. She had an expression on her face as if she was scared, most likely for her child. The Dark Knight looked around further and also noticed two dead police officers, guns out and inches away from their lifeless grasp. The Dark Knight was in shock as more officers entered the room. The only one missing was the newborn child. The Knight was angered. Why would someone steal an innocent child? Who was it? And what are they going to do with her? He continuously asked himself. He continuously asked himself. What are they going to do with her? What are they... <laughs> 15 years later. He was doing that for the whole 15 years. Yeah. Okay, and now we're, now we're calling him Batman. Batman had found out the existence of his son just a few years ago and taught him how to be a hero for Gotham. It took time for the boy to understand and get used to it, but he soon grew accustomed to it soon enough. The boy's name was Damian Wayne, but Batman made him the fourth Robin. <laughs> Batman became proud of his son when he assisted him in crime fighting. The one thing that Batman was relived about was that Damian never knew who the Joker was, and for that, Batman was thankful. <laughs> so true, Batman. One night, Robin had offered to patrol one of Gotham's islands. Batman thought it was going to be hard, but he remembered that Damien was trained by the League of Assassins. He let Robin go, but informed him that he must call for backup immediately if there is an emergency or crime. Robin just... Or crime. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta assume that would be a crime. <laughs> a crime. Isn't the whole point that he's gonna patrol for crime? Yeah. Oh no, they're jaywalking. Batman, help me! <laughs> oh my god. Robin just rolled his eyes, so true, because call for a crime, as he knew what he was doing. He set off and jumped from building to building until he arrived at the island he was patrolling, Bleak Island. Robin had soon begun his patrol. Robin was about 30 minutes into his patrol on Bleak Island. He stopped to see where he was and continue. He turned and pulled out his GPS. He was just north of GCPD. Hmm... The boy turned a corner of a building, and all he heard was, Look out! Then blackness. Forgot to call for backup. Robin opened his eyes and saw the stars in the night sky, but something was holding him down. He quickly used all of his scenes. I assume senses. He tried to move his hands to get up, but he felt something squishy. He squeezed it, wondering what it was. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Next thing he knew, he heard a gasp, then a scream. The person on him had quickly gotten up and slapped him on the cheek. So was he squeezing her boobs? That's what I'm thinking. Okay. He felt the burn of a slap turn into a dark red handprint. He quickly sat up all the way. In front of him was a girl having her hands over her breasts. Yep. Mm -hmm. And eyes shut tight. She had hair color hair, so brown hair. I remember the green tips. With green tips at the end. Mm -hmm. She had her eyes shut, so Robin couldn't see her eyes. He blushed. The green eyes. He blushed very hard, very hard, realizing what he just did. Oh, my apologies. I didn't know it was a girl. He jumped up on his feet as the girl was on her knees and continued to cover her groped breast with her delicate hands. What? 
<laughs> Why? Robin stood inside as he made frustrated face. <laughs> as he made frustrated face. <laughs> he walked over to her and bent down slightly and held out his hands. Geez, I said I was sorry. The girl looked up at the boy. She had the greenest eyes that he had ever seen in his entire life. They shined even in the night. She took his hand and stood up, still not looking in his direction. You're Robin, aren't you? She asked in the other direction, pouting. He nodded, yes. She sighed. I'm first name, so Megan. Megan Quinzel. Damien raised an eyebrow. He swore he knew that name before. Then it hit him. He heard Batman say something about a Harleen Quinzel. Oh, yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> and that she had been given the death sentence a while ago. <laughs> I thought she died in childbirth. I think she got, like, shot. I don't even know. Uh, I was really unclear, not gonna lie. <laughs> okay. Um, taking a good look at her, he remembered the picture that, had, that her file had in it. She looked just like Harleen Quinzel, and she slightly sounded the same when they listened to her voice tapes when she used to work in the asylum as a psychiatrist. Why was he listening to the voice tapes? I don't tapes, know. I thought Batman's like father. Secretly. He's like father son bonding. We're gonna listen to Harley Quinn's tapes. Who died while giving right. birth or got shot or was given the death penalty. <laughs> oh man. Um for her to have the death sentence, she must have done the worst things a human can do to Gotham and its people. Okay. Um, Damien backed up about two and pulled, his, pulled out his sword slightly. Megan raised an eyebrow in confusion, letting the arms off her breasts. He made a battle stance. He told himself that she must be the offspring of this Harleen Quinzel. He had an idea and wielded his weapon. Come with me, he said. Not giving you a choice, he picked you up, throwing you over his shoulder... So now it's you, not the girl, um, throwing you over his shoulders and took you back to GCPD. Hey, I can walk, you know, she yelled as she squirmed her arms. Well, how do I know that you won't run away, he said as he jumped from building to building. She pouted the rest of the way to GCPD. They can stop there. Damn. And honestly, probably is almost that. I don't know. That's a while. But oh, yeah. So It's a long story. It, got, it has more yeah. chapters. Wow. And there's a, lo- a long... Yeah. Slay. Going to... Living a new life starting... Oh, wait. That's chapter four. If you guys want to read that ever. Uh, So that... Oh, yeah. Did he say it was by Spicy Ramen Cup? I did. So, yeah. That's all I had. Beautiful. (laughs) All right. We're going to be back in just a moment with Hamilton. (laughs) All right. Hamilton time. Emily, what do you know about Hamilton? Um, uh, not that much. Like, I, I've actually seen it, but I don't remember it. True. At all. I have not seen it, but I did have a phase where I listened to the soundtrack a lot. Not, not in peak Hamilton time, as we've discussed before, while I was writing my college essays, um, in, like, 2019. So, it was a moment in time and I did not read the fanfic so this was a first experience you wrote it I yeah yeah and I turned that in for my college essays uh, yeah so and that's how I got to our school so just in case they hadn't told you about that mm-hmm. okay so first we're gonna start off on Wattpad and I've got this one for you mm-hmm. it's Lynn manuel Miranda x Miku Binder Jefferson 
uh, emoji, um, emoji, emoji, a bunch of emojis. And then the picture is Lin-Manuel Miranda doing, like, the biting lip yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Look up, look up Lin-Manuel Miranda lip bite, or maybe Emily can put that on our Tumblr post yeah, for true. today. Um, but, yeah, um, are you guys familiar with Miku Binder Jefferson, Emily? Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously. So, also look up Miku Binder Jefferson. It's a very famous or infamous fan art mm-hmm. of Thomas Jefferson from Hamilton. I'm trying to... It's fine. Yeah. I'm trying it's, to exit something and I wasn't doing it. But, okay. So, the Tinder match of the century. And this is by Sneep Snorf 1221. Then Mel Miranda wakes up and groans, realizing he slept on the wrong side of the bed. He bites his lip and takes a selfie. Emoji, emoji, emoji. He turns to his left to see his Tinder match from the day before sleeping in his bed. He looks so serene, sleeping there in the white sheets. His voluminous curly hair cascades down his shoulders and his purple highlights glisten in the morning sun. Lynn sees that his date kept his Miku binder on. How cute, heart. He gets up to go to the restroom and sees a gray shirt on the floor. He doesn't recognize it, yet he picks it up and notices it says, I met God, she's black. Lynn felt warm and fuzzy inside because he knows his date is an activist. So true. So true. <laughs> he returns to the bedroom to change and notices his date's headband and bracelets are littered on the floor. Lynn goes to his closet and grabs a mustard yellow turtleneck and a fuzzy black coat. Perfect for cuddling in, he thought. There's an infamous Lynn Manuel Miranda lip-biting picture w- with him wearing that exact outfit. I know because I used to spam our friend Tess with that exact mm-hmm. picture. Sorry. As Lynn puts his shirt on and ties his ponytail, he hears rustling in the bed. His date has woken up. Lynn blushes and says, Good morning, kitten. Uh, demon emoji. Yes. His date wakes up startled. Yeah, where am I? He yelps as he covers his Miku binder with the blanket. Lynn felt embarrassed and blurted out, That Miku binder looks great on you. This, the teal really compliments your skin tone. Miku binder Debbie Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Debbie Ryaning. Lynn gathers all his lover's clothes and gently tosses them to him on the bed. Sorry for startling you, kitten. Miku Binder looks down at his clothes and says, Well, I guess we should exchange names. My name is Thomas Jefferson. Pleased to meet you. Then Manuel Miranda. Ditto. Haha, <laughs> funny. Squirtle. <laughs> Miku Binder blushes and says, I'm sorry, that was a dumb joke. Lynn replies, It's fine, kitten. It was cute. Then he starts speaking Japanese. I think you're sexy. That was the translation. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he turns scarlet. Oh, I'm sorry. I take Japanese lessons. It slips out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Ooh. <laughs> As Lin put on his pants, he notices a tattoo on his lower belly. He reads it upside down and notices it in all caps and comic sans. Property of Miku Binder. In a frenzy of disori- d- disorientation, he yells, Did you do this to me? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. I did it to practice my tattooing skills. I'm planning to open a shop soon. He puts his hair behind his ears. You like it? Then says, yes, I love it. He didn't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Excited, Mika Binder lifts up his shirt to reveal a matching tattoo and sloppy writing, reading, reading Kitten's property. Mika looked at his tattoo lovingly and looks up at Lynn. You tattooed that on me. Lynn rushes to the sinks and takes a big gulp straight from the faucet. He slaps himself a couple of times. I must be dreaming. This can't be real. Wake up. Mika Binder opens the bathroom door and says, I have two pounds of cocaine in my suitcase. You want to do that and frick the rest of the night? Yeah, heart. They were passionate lovers making love all night on cloud nine. Sadly, both died of overdose. <laughs> they are now resting peacefully forever next to each other. The end. 
sweet. That was their epic love story. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's a very popular Hamilton ship, the two mm-hmm. of them. Well. Um, didn't know that, but it's all right. I'm just trying to see how much of this... Yeah, we're not going to read a ton of this one, just because... I feel like you get the you get the shock right at the beginning. Okay. Okay. It was 1776, and Kurt and Blaine had <laughs> <laughs> Slade got married because Kurt pretended to be a girl. Slade. Yep. Bert stood in, in for Kurt's mother, and he walked him down the aisle. They wanted to hurry and get married because Kurt is pregnant, and Blaine is going to into the army so they could have the freedom from England. It doesn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) Just then, Alexander came in. I get a message from George Washington. George Washington. He said that he wants a Blaine Anderson. Blaine looked at Kurt, then kissed him goodbye, and and he then bent down and kissed Kurt's stomach. Be safe, Blaine. I love you. I love you too, Elizabeth. They're really playing hard on the Kurt Elizabeth Hummel. Mm Mm-hmm. They chose Kurt's mom, mom's name for his to hide the fact that they are gay because they would get harassed and maybe even killed because it, it frowned, frowned. Upon. Yeah, but I don't really. Frowned. I don't it's know. It's like ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They improvised. Yeah. Are you ready, Sergeant Barnes? <laughs> I said Barnes. Yes. Uh, Blaine Anderson. <laughs> yes, sir. Kurt watched until he couldn't see Blaine anymore. Then he walked over to his dad and started crying. Shh, bud, it will hurt the baby if you keep crying. (laughs) Okay? I know, Dad, but it just hurts that I may never see Blaine anymore. I know he wanted to do this so that Maya or Daniel will have a safe home. (laughs) Okay, they already have it picked out. But it just hurts. Bert gave him a hug and then led him to the carriage. Hello, Mr. Bert and Miss Elizabeth. Kurt had a wig on so that his hair was longer and he changed into a dress and waved at the coachman. I'm glad we moved where nobody knows us. Hey, the baby kicked. It must know I'm sad about Blaine and moving because I loved our house. But Bert lowered his voice. Everyone knew that you were a boy and that you wanted to marry Blaine. Now let me feel my grandbaby, okay? <laughs> the, the logistics of this story are a bit confusing, I must say. Bert remembered doing this when Elizabeth was pregnant with Kurt. Now, 20 years later, he was feeling his grad baby kick. Oh my god, he's a grad. Dad, you're at the house. I'm going to go cook because I'm hungry. Just try not to use up all the food because I haven't got paid for fixing some of the horse's shoes. He's an auto mechanic. Yeah, but in this, he's got to fix the horse's shoes. Yeah, so just be careful. I will, Dad. And Elizabeth starts her job at the school tomorrow, so you have to wear a dress and wig all day. Just be careful. Bert looked around to see if any of their neighbor neighbors were around and saw that they weren't. Kurt, I love you too much to lose you too. I love you too, Dad. And thank goodness my voice is so high, so nobody knows the difference. After difference, mm-hmm. after lunch, I'm going to write Blaine. He, yeah. He left like a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can you can just skip that whole thing and then okay. just read about this. None. Okay. Dear Mom and Kurt slash Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, dear Dad, Mom, and Kurt slash Elizabeth. I miss you so much. I hope you are all good. I am fine. We just got a new leader. His name is General Gorge Washington. <laughs> he is all right, but Alexander Hamilton was put in charge of writing the letters 
that gorge gave him. <laughs> <laughs> really committing to the gorge. <laughs> and he wasn't happy about it. How was the wedding? I'm sorry I couldn't come. I bet it was beautiful, especially with Kurt at the hands of decorating. I got to go now. I'll try to write you again soon. I love you all. Love, Finn. Well, Finn Slade. Am I continuing? Yeah. Kurt started crying after he got done reading the letter. He missed his big brother so much, and just to think Blaine wouldn't get to write him all the time, but he was glad that he was fighting the British, but it really hurts. Elizabeth, are you here? Kurt changed his voice a little to make it sound even higher. In the study, Sebastian. So who's Sebastian? I Sebastian, like, from Glee. Yeah, I know. I, I just yeah. don't know if I've met him yet. He is uh, Grant Gustin. He oh, is... yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Sebastian came into the study and tried to kiss him. Yep. And Sebastian actually hates Kurt and wants to kiss Blaine, but I'll allow it. And Kurt moved back because he was dedicated to Blaine. Elizabeth, why wouldn't you love me? One, also he's gay. So yeah, I know. <laughs> one, of, one, you have a face like a meerkat, and two, I have a husband that I really love. Blaine won't know. Stop, Sebastian, pleased. Just as they heard the door open, Elizabeth, I'm home. Because Bert saw Sebastian horse was here just then, Bert heard Kurt scream, Elizabeth, are you okay? Dad, I think Sebastian made me go into labor. <laughs> okay, I have a good friend that is a doctor, and he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care that a man is giving birth. <laughs> I just really want to know what the situation is yeah, here. Like a, is it like men normally can give birth, or is it I don't like know. Kurt is just special? Kurt's slaying. Yeah. Sebastian, can you just leave? Fine. One of these days, Elizabeth, I will get you to love me. Like, he's married. <laughs> In your dreams, Sebastian, I would never love you. Daddy, it hurts. <laughs> and, then, and then they give birth, and then okay. Daniel. And Sorry. then it, it, it goes on for a oh, while. Yeah. But it's it, long. So. And that's chapter one. Yeah. Yeah. Of five. Slay. So... I just, I think it's funny because, like, Hamilton appears in this surprisingly little. Yeah. It's just kind of, Gorge Washington is making us do things. But this is Glee and Hamilton by Kaylee0898. Sorry. Okay. Next one. Oh, a very Glee series, chapter one. Oh, Giving a very Potter musical. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the next thing, we're reading two that are very similar, or at least parts of two. Okay. Same same vibe. I don't know if they're the same author. I don't think they are, but they're they're song fix, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Pei Young brought his hands and rubbed his eyes. Oh, gee, it's BDS. (laughs) He closed his eyes and just let his mind rest for a moment as he looked at his quill and paper in front of him. He placed his glasses on the table and got up from his chair. He walked over to the window and looked over New York, America. It needed his system? Yeah. Alexander Hamilton is trying to develop a banking system, so Taehyung is Alexander Hamilton. Oh, okay, Slay. He thought about his beloved husband, Jimin. <laughs> so, Taemin? No, it's not Taemin, because Taemin is an actual person. Oh, sorry. Demon. Sorry, Demon. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and his dearest friend Hosuk. No, no, just dearest. Oh, Slay. His dearest. Uh, are they all together? Yes. So this is. Um, this takes place during the song Say No to This. And I assume that means that Jimin and Hosuk are um, 
they don't actually ever say. I'm guessing that Hosea is taking the sister role, not the okay. child role. Because I'm, that would that would not make sense. Yeah, but to you're me. saying like the song title, so I don't know what you mean. Like who is who? Okay, like, so what? <laughs> so okay, this is for people in Hamilton. Basically, say no to this happens um, at a part in the play where Alexander um, stays home in the city, and his family are like, "Come, come vacation with us upstate. Like we never see you. You're too oh, busy." Take a break. Yes, it's it's after take a break. Um, you know, you're too busy, and then he's like, no, I have to, I have to work. And then, so he stays, and his husband, I mean, his husband, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> his husband Eliza, Eliza and Angelica go upstate to have mm-hmm. a little vacation, and he does not join them. Uh, and how they were upstate. Maybe he should have gone and told Sean Beck. I don't know who that is. I, they don't really say who those people are yeah. supposed to be. And, uh, I think they might be an exo, because Beck... I think is an XO. Yes, yes. Yeah. Is Chan Bak? Chan? Chan Bak Spell it. C H A N B A E K. Is this person also in XO, yeah. maybe? I thought that was a ship name. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter a ton. I'm guessing that this is like a stand in for like Madison or yeah, whoever. Like so it, it doesn't matter a ton. It's, that's the ship name. Well, there's they're, they're a, using they're using. Are you it sure as a it's name. there's not a person? No, it's the ship. It's the ship between Chenyul and Baekhyun. But there's apparently a so it's a very popular ship. But then there's also like a I think there's a popular user who uses it. Probably them then. It doesn't matter really. Yeah, maybe they just made up someone. But whatever. Yes. To kiss his ass, he shuffled at the thought and shook his head. He turned and looked inside his home. The only source of light upstairs being a dimly lit candle. He watched the wax dripping down the candle for a moment before he decided he should keep working, but a knock on his door stopped him in his tracks. Taehyung was startled by the knock on of the unknown visitor, who was rather late, but decided he should answer anyway. The stairs creaked as he made his way to the door with a candle. When he opened the door, he was startled by the presence of a young, attractive man. He had dark raven locks and big doe eyes. I'm guessing this is going to be Jungkook. Ooh, I don't but, know. Oh, who else would this be? I'm just kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> they were complimented by smoky eyeshadow. Okay, slay. His lips were parted slightly, showing his glossy lips. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been like glossy teeth. Mm. His red... What? Okay. Slay. He's wearing a dress, yeah. The red dress he was wearing clinched his waist perfectly. But along with the beauty, he also noticed bruises. They looked like someone had hit him. He noticed how the young man's face held a worried expression. So this is Mariah Reynolds in the... In the play, and yeah, in history. I don't know who that is. I'm just giving context for the people who do. Yeah, she wears a red dress in the play. The mysterious man cleared his throat to alleviate the silence. Hello, sir. I know you must be incredibly busy, but I'm so sorry to bother you at this hour. But I have nowhere to go. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I've come by myself. So the interesting thing about all the dialogue in this is that it's like, it's from the song. Mm-hmm. But it's like paraphrased weirdly. Like they could have just kept the whole song lyrics, but mm-hmm. they've changed it slightly. Like, like it's like I have nowhere to go, and I've come here all alone. Like it, it rhymes. It's supposed mm-hmm. to rhyme a bit, but they don't do that. Also, please excuse my singing. I will excuse it. Yeah. Uh, he young man's voice trembled slightly as he spoke, but had a somewhat sexual undertone to it. Okay. Oh, what's your name? Taehyung asked as he brought his hand to rub his own face. 
Jungkook, John, please help me. My husband has been treating me horribly. Who's his husband? I think they should reveal that. He's being they will. Abused by Chidami. Just mistreated me altogether. He left all of a sudden, and I don't have the means to go on. His man, Jungkook, practically pleaded. Um, all I can provide for you is $30. Would you like me to escort you to your home? So again, this is all just poorly paraphrased. Okay. It, it sounds better. Mm-hmm. Taeyang asked as he gave Jungkook the 30 bucks. He held out his arm for Jungkook and to hold on to. Jungkook smiled sadly and took his arm. Yeah, like in the, in the song, it's like, I can offer you a loan. I can offer to walk you home. And then he's like, you're too kind, sir. <laughs> you're being too kind to me, sir. Jungkook replied and looked down. A slight blush appearing on his face. They walked in silence, but that was soon interrupted by Jungkook pointing to a small home, claiming it as his. This one's mine, sir. You're, do you want me to keep excusing your singing? Cause... Yeah, no, I'll stop now. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't have to stop. That was a joke. Wow. It was another <laughs> prank. Okay, this is mine. Junk You're really said. all about the pranks today, yeah. huh? In a low voice. It sounded like something different than he had been using earlier. Well, I should head back to my home now. It's been a pleasure, Jungkook, Taehyung said as he began to turn around. He was abruptly stopped by Jungkook, who had grabbed his arm. Would you like to come ins- inside? Hospitality, you know, Jungkook said as a strand of hair went into his face. His eyes were pleading, and he was biting his bottom lip slightly. Uh, of course, Taehyung said with a sigh. Jungkook looked happier as he opened the door to his home and welcomed Taehyung inside. I do wish they had done it the way they did in the song because Lin Manuel Miranda is kind of funny and imagining Taehyung. Funny as in I like to laugh at him, not as in he succeeded comedically. Mm-hmm. Because it's like um, Mariah just goes like, stay, and then he goes, hey. And it's like <laughs> imagining Taehyung saying that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Taehyung looked inside and put his arm behind his back. That was soon interrupted when Jungkook pulled him into the house and up the stairs. When they got up to the bed, Jungkook sat down with his legs spread provocatively. He was biting his bottom lip, and his hair was falling in front of his face. His eyes were half-closed as he looked at Young with lust. Would you like to stay with me? Jungkook said lowly. Young needed a moment to process what was happening because it was happening so fast. He bit the inside of his cheek as he tried to decide what to do. Just leave Young before okay. he... And then they, they... Oh my god. They do it. Not Taehyung cheating on Jimin. Yeah. Taehyung wished he could say that what happened was a one-time thing. It wasn't. <laughs> Not even a month later, Taehyung saw a, pecu- a peculiar later in his stack from a Mr. Yoongi Min. So oh. Yoongi was abusing <laughs> Jungkook. I was hoping it would be Namjoon, but... No. <laughs> no, Yoongi <laughs> was being an abusive husband. Dear sir, I hope this letter finds you in good health and in a prosperous enough position to put wealth into the pockets of people like me. Down on their luck. See, that was my husband who you decided to have sex with. You decided to fuck. OMG. You can keep me seeing my you can keep seeing my whore husband if the price is right. Mm-hmm. If not, I'm telling your husband. Most dearly, Yungi Min. Yungi king of extortion. <laughs> and abuse. <laughs> Uh, Taehyung looked at the letter in disbelief. What had he done? He quickly walked over to Jungkook's home and bursted in without even knocking. He walked up the stairs and began to yell. How could you? Taehyung screamed at Jungkook. He was the, on the bed with the blanket covering his torso. His shoulders weren't blocked by his baggy undershirt. They had hickeys on them, and his thighs were showing, which was uh, were also covered in hickeys. Jungkook started to t- tear up at Taehyung's yelling. We can skip this. They just have a little... A little argument, then they have sex again. Slay. And then it ends with, nobody needs to know, Young says, so he's going to continue the affair. Mm-hmm. So that one was by 
Oh my Hyunjin. Say no to this. Take hook. <laughs> Take hook. <laughs> so that was on AO3. We'll save it in case you guys really are interested. Okay. And this one is also. I don't even really want us to read that much of it. It's just the beginning is a bit shocking. Okay. The old scholars used to say, some of the most beautiful moments in life. <laughs> Did you skip ahead? No, I just know this is about BTS. Yeah, yeah. I told you that these two I, were yeah, similar. I know, I just... They're the, both BTS song fix. Yeah, but it's like the most beautiful one in life is BTS, so that just would make me chuckle. And the most painful. Namjoon thinks he understands that, but he realizes that he never truly does until he's kneeling by his wife's bedside. So Jin's face <laughs> is very... Is this a gender swap? Yeah, on Jin. It's like... <laughs> strands of hair stuck to her forehead from the constant stream of sweat dripping down her face. Okay. The labor had been long. Oh, gee. The pregnant. Starting the afternoon before. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, pregnant. <laughs> no, just labor. Yeah, I know. I thought we assumed that. Yeah. Starting the afternoon before and going until the dawn of the next day, it felt as if he had been spent uh, a millennia hovering outside, listening to her cry out, the midwives and maids emerging with bloodied aprons and harried expressions. A wise man once told him, you will only know the weight of fatherhood when you are standing outside the door, letting your wife fight for the battle to bring your child into the world. You can so skip true. down. I'm hoping he's going to give birth to Jungkook. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I was going to say Jungkook, and then I saw it said Dear Jungkook, because so I was like, wait, am yeah. I? Because in her arms is the most precious little being in the world. Dear Jungkook, what to say to you with your bright eyes and your precious little face? When you came into the world, you cried, and it broke my heart. So, oh, that's... Nam Jin, yeah. birth to Jungkook. Mm-hmm. But they made Jin a girl. It's like, well, at least it's not like Kurt. That's true. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I didn't really understand what was happening with Kurt. What Kurt's situation was, this, but they made it actually make some sense. Yeah. Apparently. Um, okay. So, Nam Jun as Hamilton, mm-hmm. Jin as Eliza, Jungkook as Philip. Taehyung as Angelica. <laughs> so maybe Taehyung is also gender swapped. Maybe. Oh, yeah. It says female Taehyung. Yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Jin being a mom is a tag. <laughs> yeah. And it takes place in, like, Korea instead of America. Okay, so Ham- Hamilton. Nam Jun is the Hamilton of Korea. Yeah. So this, this author has a couple of these. So it's You'll Blow Us All Away, Part 1. Slay. By Siwoo writes Shiokami. So, yeah. Well, so inspired by Dear Theodosia and Take a Break. I'm just like, why would you, like, why does it have to be Hamilton? Like, I don't know. Why couldn't you just have written it? Be like, they, you can have them give birth to Jungkook, but why does it also have to be a Hamilton crossover know. at the same time? Like, choose one. Um, so, yeah. Okay, we're going to do this one. Okay. We're, oh, we're done with BTS now. Okay. Sorry to everyone. Chapter one, in which they meet for the first time. Hi, my name is Leonardo da Vinci, Leonardo de Sapiero da Vinci, de Vivaldi de la Cruz, de Santa Ana, de Pablo, Jose, Francisco, de 
M- M- Michelangelo, Ludovico, Vincent, well, Oscar, Claude. But I like to be called Leo after the Ninja Turtle. Okay. <laughs> I don't really know what to make of that so far. You just keep going. I think it makes me more manly. Flexes muscles. Anyway, this is how I met my nutter brother. Leonardo had been alone for a long time, and his love life had gone to the pits. It was time to act, so he attended a party for the hot singles of his area. And damn, were they hot. Then he left because it got boring to watch the half-drunk guests badly quote Titanic at chase lounges. Mm-hmm. So he ended up here, in the event room across from that hot mess. It appeared to be some sort of bland work mixer he could easily terrorize. What he wasn't expecting, however, was what happened next. That was when he saw the most perfect thing his orbs had ever befell. A masterpiece of a person, shining like a disco ball. Oh my god, a mirror ball? It's Taylor Swift. Ah! A glistening man, no, hunk of meat, was standing plainly in the center of the room. He had legs for days, covered in fine silk stockings. Yet nothing had ever been as fine as the man who stood before him. It was almost a crime that this total hottie could be seen by the rest of the room. His eyes were an impossibly watery blue, serene and bearing the slightest twinkle of mischief. It was then that he knew he had to make his majestic creature in a powdered wig of his. Leo strode over strode over the him, seemingly pulled by some invisible force towards him. Invisible string? Oh my god. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> the twist is it's a gender bent Taylor Swift. It's not, but I he, wish it was. <laughs> he hoped the enticing man meat would feel the same. And then I chopped down another cherry tree to see if I could get away with it. The gray nut spoke animated. <laughs> Lee to the woman next to him. Leo shoved his way between them. Pardon me, excuse me, I'm coming through. He smirked as he grabbed a juicy prawn from a platter. He ripped off a hunk of it in his perfect teeth. The woman gave him one. The woman that gave him one turned on her heel to some unknown destination. Don't know. <laughs> and who might you be, good fellow? The other standing in front of him tossed up his eyebrows in a question. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio Vinci. Ah, but please call me Leo. None of that stuffy nonsense. He looked the man up and down for the near thousandth time. What's your name, hot stuff? He said with a quirk of his lips. I'm George Washington. Not Gorge? Not Gorge. (laughs) R.I.P. I miss Gorge. Yeah. Well, enchanté, Georgie. He swept up the other man's hand and brought it to his lips. George blushed furiously. Leo reached over, grabbing two-yard-long... Daiquiris. Shaped like particularly strange swords. As a token of my undying infection, here is a plastic sword with no alcohol content. George practically swooned. No no one's one's ever did it on something that nice for me before. Leo's heart went out to him. I owe you one, one, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the one in parentheses one. One, one. (laughs) For sure, Angel Pie. I just think of... There was this reading that was I did in this like high school class where it was like that, and it, but it was like an actual like serious published thing, but it was like three in parentheses four or something, <laughs> and they put the wrong number, so that just made me chuckle. I also want to add. I know it's it's not popping up on the computer right now, but as we're recording this, a friend of ours is texting me about Hamilton as we speak. Oh, slay! <laughs> She's like. Low-key, Hamilton's soundtrack is kind of hitting right now. Like, you should send her the BTS. Uh, I will. Be like, check this out. I'll be like, you still like Hamilton now? Yeah. 
make sure to cash that in, Boo Boo Bear. George blessed some more, but managed to pull himself together. I'm sp suspecting you didn't come here just for the prawns. No. Mm, yeah. <laughs> the texts are rolling in now. Mm. Nope. He popped the pee. I came here for the company. Anyone in particular? Hmm, let me think. He tapped his bearded chin playfully, making a show of looking around. Well, maybe the handsome man, right? He pointed at Georgie. There. He blinked. That's sweet. Thanks. I've been practicing. He waggled his eyebrows no less sweetly. Anywhere. Anyhow, Georgicita? Georgicita? Can you keep a secret? He leaned in close. Voice melodious. George pressed his him lips together and nodded. I crashed the party. That explains a lot, actually. He picked at his well-manicured fingernails. Hey, sweetie poo, can we exchange saliva? Their brainwaves were in perfect sync. Okay. <laughs> Both Leo and George wanted exactly the same thing. They had connected on the cosmic level. Totes. They pressed chapped mouth holes together. Their saliva, in fact, making contact. Okay. I was worried their saliva wouldn't make contact. Yeah, they just had to make sure. Mm -hmm. But, well, th that was really... That was, no, well, well, that, that, really, what was, something. Not bad, I mean. Georgie stammered breath breathlessly as he blushed. All right, we don't have to read the rest of this because it's just them back and forth for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and then they, they exchange numbers. Slay. And they slay and they agree to be. And one guest really loved this. Yeah, one guest really. Had to give kudos. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm logged in on my on my real account. So, um, okay, and that one was if you wanna, Mona Georgie Akuamitu. I don't know how to say that either. But we will bookmark that in mm -hmm. case you guys want to check it out. All right, this one is we're gonna require some skipping. Mm. So, you're just gonna have to allow me to skip it when we get in there. I won't allow. It is a beautiful afternoon in New York City. There's pollution in the air, trash on the ground, and bigotry, well, everywhere. But a beautiful afternoon it is. Okay. Your name? So, yep. Emily. Was, gets dressed for a shift at Ellen Stardust Diner. I just want to say that this one has a lot of general Broadway references that kind of mm -hmm. flew over my head a bit. I understood that they were references, but I didn't know mm -hmm. exactly why they were funny. So we're skipping a lot of the middle section. Okay. I'm going to work, you say to your ratchet husband, Alexander Hamilton. He continues, to, he continues to write without a response. You glance at Alexander's work and gasp. A chicks I'd like to bang list? Really? Alexander shrugs and giggles to himself. He is pleased and confident in his sexuality. You're not even on the list. You are inflamed. This is the last straw. You slam the door and leave. Steam actually rising out of your ears. Alexander adds, Edna Tumblad. Oh, I actually know that one. That's the mom from Hairspray. Uh, it's Turnblad, not Tumblad. Yes. I've seen Hairspray, like, a long, long time ago. Uh, well, a friend of ours is actually the number one fan of the girl who plays Tracy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Nikki Blonsky. Yes. Like, Nikki Blonsky's number one fan. Yeah. Uh, to his list, erases it and then writes it again. He begins to draw a busty woman on the sheet, wiping crumbs off of his trousers. Realizing you forgot your apron, you turn back and walk towards the apartment. You open the door, and he's standing there. It's Alex. Babe, he says. I can't call you babe anymore, you tell him. But babe, I am the A-L-E-X. You cut him off. But what about me, babe? 
Who am I in this relationship? Babe, you are the... Hamilton tries to spell out your name. He can't remember it. You slap him. There's a, lo- a laugh track. He passes out because he is drunk. The laugh track is now cheering for you. You grab your apron... Apron? <laughs> apron. <laughs> apron. <laughs> and leave. <laughs> you walk to work, saying, Take me or leave me from the Tony Award-winning musical Rent. But, like, off-key because you are pissed off and pissed AF and can't hold a tune right now. Emily be- begins the shift enraged. Alexander is actual garbage, you think. I deserve better than to sit around letting him whore it up in our own apartment. It is busy at the diner. Employees are singing to please the customers. Tips are fine. Emily can't focus. So we're going to skip here. Mm-hmm. The gist of this is that you're at the diner. You discuss that you need a lawyer to mm-hmm. divorce Alexander. So a lot of assorted Broadway reference stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice appears. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Cats moment, I believe. Hades Town moment. Oh, my phone keeps turning off. To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Did they do SpongeBob the Musical? No. You might just have to leave it like that. Yeah. Uh, what's another musical? Dear Evan Hansen. Oh my god. We have a Six moment. Um, ben Platt. Shrek the Musical. Okay, so we can we can go here. I can't find a lawyer. This is the point of no return. What? I mean, sincerely, me. Thank you, Ben Platt. In quotes. Yeah. Go to the courthouse. He'll be waiting. Room five is the room where it happens. You can get divorced from Hamilton. <laughs> Thank you, Ben Platt. <laughs> In quotes. Yes. Optimistic and mildly confused, you step into the packed and LED-lined courtroom. You are shocked to find a completely full court trial about to proceed. Everyone from group therapy is there. It's a, a diner. Tony Award winner Patty LaPone walks in. The population of the courtroom erupts into applause. What an icon. Gavrochet? Yeah, I don't know. That might be from Les Mis. I don't Mm. know. Yells from the crowd. Before we proceed, we would like to thank the cast and company of the recently closed Waitress for letting us use their set as a courtroom. Tony Award winner Patty Lapone says, You are glad Waitress closed. You are a much better waitress. All rise for the right honorable the plant, says Tony Award winner Patty Lapone. My name is Audrey, retorts the plant as it wheeled into the makeshift courtroom. You may be seated. Hamilton bursts through the door. Backlit. It's like the an Anatoly? I don't know. From the Great Comet, only louder and more American. The Great Comet is Russian. OMG. Your honorable plant, I call to the stand myself. No one responds. Aaron Burr flies in. I always forget my sister's email that she's had, like, since, like, middle school, Mm -hmm. has Burr in it. It's like her no, name. No, really? <laughs> yeah. She did not. <laughs> and she still keeps it. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you change That's it? That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I hope she applies to college with that email. Uh, yeah. Erin uh, Burr flies in uh, with wires, like they do on Broadway, and turns to look at you expectantly. What is happening? You start to say, talk less, smile more. I'm your lawyer. You hate him immediately. He shoots Hamilton. You love him immediately, like, as a friend. What can I say except, you're welcome, says Aaron. Another Lin-Manuel Miranda reference. Yeah. You're all going to jail, the plant whispers. Patty Lapone wins another Tony Award just for being there. One dance break later. I hate being in jail, you say. Girl, same, says Gavroche, whoever that is. Think jail is rough? Try having no parents. The lights dim. A jazzy tune plays. Pop, six, squish, uh, uh, Cicero. Elle Woods? The walk explodes in a flash of pink confetti. 
Glamour and rubble covers the floor. Who is your mama now? It's me. I've got the adoption papers, says a figure holding adoption papers. A spotlight shines on the figure. It's Elle Woods. You love her immediately. Oh, shit. You think you're gay? Authors don't. You are a woman. <laughs> okay. I'm what you want. The lawyer for you. I'll get you out of the prison that is heterosexuality. And also, literally, says Elle, I am gay and European, you tell her. You make out super gay. Hamilton dead... Oh, I forgot you died. Hamilton's dead body lays on the floor beside you like a Broadway dead. He's not actually dead. He's a Tony Award losing actor, but you are divorced now. Gavroche climbs the pile of rubble and waves a giant pink lesbian pride flag. Gay rights. That just... um, Yeah. It makes me think of... uh, Oh my god, what's his name? Well, I forgot the actor's name, but like Bertram... Yes. The audience, I'm going, gay rights. Yes. I'm gay. (laughs) So true. Gay rights is a figure. Tony Award winner Ben Platt, you question? Think again, Ben says, taking off his masks. It's another mask. How could you love Elle after only one interaction, but not me? Eric, the fan of the opera, Lloyd Webber, you exclaim. I give you my music. Please respond. You don't respond. I recorded the whole thing, Eric says. A bootleg, Elle demands, italically. How did you do that, Eric asks. I outrank you, Elle tells him. Elle bends and snaps the bootleg out of his hands. This will make a great slime tutorial for our new <laughs> son, Gavroche. She tells you, the Phantom's mask falls off from Elle's sheer lesbian power. It's a, tor- it's a Tony Award winner, Patty Lapone. Be gay. Do crimes, she belts, winning another Tony Award. I'm glad my gay and liberating misadventures are available for public consumption and not reserved for a disaffected and wealthy elite class pushing heteronormativity and building their success off the exploitation of the working class, creating a new status quo baptized in the blood blood and sweat and tears yeah. <laughs> of proletariat, you say triumphantly. The and end. Wow. So that was a Hamilton Legally Blonde crossover. Yeah. It's got a lot going on, though. It does. But fan fiction on it, you can only yeah. pick two things. So that was called... A Gentlewoman's Guide to Love and Murder or How to Succeed in Divorce by Oh We a Mary? Yeah. Marie? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Reader X Hamilton Slime Tutorial. So the joke about that, my sister has explained this to me because she had her, her Broadway girl phase. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's still in it. She might be a little bit. But apparently if one wants to find bootlegs online or if you did like a year or two ago, mm. what you would do is search slime tutorial mm. and then some word that related to the thing. The thing. Mm-hmm. So like if you wanted to watch like a Hamilton bootleg, it could be like colonial slime tutorial. Um, if you wanted to watch six royal slime tutorial, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the little joke there. I know I know some things. Okay, well that's all. Um, I don't know how much I have left. I mean, my section was, like, short, though, so, like, if it's short, we can probably do a bit more. Um, I only really have one, and I only want us to read part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Start, start here. We're starting a little bit into the intro. Alexander then made his way out of his bedroom and into the kitchen. He caught a glimpse of a laminated pamphlet on the counter. He walked over and grabbed it, turning it over and seeing it was advertising his new school. I hope there's some small gay beans in the school, Alexander muttered as he furrowed his brow inspecting the pamphlet. 
He opened the pamphlet and felt his stomach flip as he saw it. There was a photo of the school's GSA. I wanted to say the other thing that was what GSA stands for, but I don't know if that's specific to, to the school. Yeah, I think it is. No, so I'm not going to say it's it. It's incredibly specific. <laughs> we would be outing um, our location uh, I think and Ivy's location yeah, in particular. Like our name, our first name, and then what that means, you'll like find. Yeah, what, I know. You know what I mean. So there's a secret meaning to that, and we can't ever tell it to you guys. GSA. Uh, Alex sat at the stool and looked closer. He naturally didn't recognize anyone, but made sure to keep a mental note of the faces. In case he saw them, he then flipped it over, looking at the tuition rates. This was a private high school in New York. Obviously, the high rates weren't surprising. He looked into the new apartment, nicer than his last home, but certainly not the lap of luxury he imagined most of the student body to inhabit. The tuition was thankfully covered by his newly obtained scholarship. Otherwise, Alexander thought with some embarrassment he wouldn't even be able to touch this pamphlet. He silently placed the pamphlet into his back pocket. Alexander looked at himself in the mirror, silently straightening his patterned button-up shirt. Are you ready? His mother called. Yes, he called back from his room. He grabbed his bag nervously and made his way out of the bedroom. Not long after, he sat in the car listening to the latest Weezer release on the radio. I love Weezer. His mother commented, okay. <laughs> Me too, Alex responded. And that has no plot significance yeah. from here on out. They're just like, I, I love, love Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> Once he had arrived, Alexander stepped out of the car, looking up at his school looming before him. He swallowed and waved his mother goodbye as she drove away. Alexander sighed, walking quietly into the school. He made his way to his first period class, getting lost in the process. He walked down an unfamiliar hallway when someone walked out of a classroom. Yes, I'll have the work done by tomorrow, the person said. He walked out, and Alexander was immediately struck, vaguely recognizing this person from the pamphlet. Hey, Alexander yelled, walking over to him. Um, do I know you, the person said hesitantly. I like your shoelaces. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alexander tried. The person showed recognition in his eyes, mouth opening slightly in a surprised and vaguely insulted expression. So... You want to explain what I'm, that is? I don't like a hundred percent get it. Like oh, I don't really? know. Like I just know that it's like a thing. I don't really know. Oh, so there's this old Tumblr post, like really, really old, mm-hmm. um, and it's like kind of a meme, I guess. But um, the idea was like, oh my god, like we should have a phrase to say in public to identify if somebody's a Tumblr user. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so it's supposed to be like a little code answer situation. So. Person one says, I like your shoelaces, and person two is supposed to reply, thanks, I stole them from the president. So quirky. Yeah, I just so knew that it was, like, some sort of, like, a thing that it would tell you if you were on Tumblr. Yeah. So I wasn't aware that it was a response thing. I thought you were just supposed to wear a specific color of mm-hmm. shoelaces. Nope. It's supposed to be, I like your shoelaces, thanks, I stole them from the president. It's awful. Well... I was want- I think Sarah Zed said it in one of her videos. Yeah, so like, yeah. Uh, I don't have shoelaces. He responded after a few awkward <laughs> seconds of silence, looking down at his toms. I saw you in a pamphlet for the school. Why would you say that? <laughs> Alexander is <laughs> very tactless in this. <laughs> Got to the point. What do you know about the GSA? <laughs> oh, the person said, "You'd want me to. You want to talk to Thomas about that?" Thomas said, Jefferson. <laughs> dismissively. Who is that? Alexander said, following as a person. He's never heard of Thomas Jefferson? Has he not been to his school in his life? <laughs> Alexander said, following as a person walked away from the classroom they came out of. In these scenarios, like, who created? Who is, who is back? 
and fight in the British and like I don't know. Like when Well, this is like a modern Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, so like I don't who, know who's their history. I don't know. Are they just all named after famous people? I don't know. <laughs> we can stop here. Um it just gets kinda awkward. Alexander misgenders um this is Aaron Burr we're talking mm, to. Okay. Um Alexander misgenders Burr because they are both trans in this. Mm. Um, it's very awkward. And Alexander continues to harass Burr until mm. Burr is like, there's a GSA meeting this afternoon. <laughs> and then Alexander finds Burr in the bathroom and they have a little chat. Mm. And then they, yeah. Thomas Jefferson is a super senior and he is 20 years old. Oh. So that's pretty... That's pretty crazy, given that I am not 20 yet. So he's slaying with being in high school then. I'm 20. Just kidding. Almost. Yeah. But not quite. So yeah, they have a little chat, and apparently Alexander posts gay emo poetry online. Slay. He's the person that wrote all those poems. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. The way that Batman, yeah. So this is called The Binder, Binder Chronicles. By Seraph Sepuku. So, we will save that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I wanted to mention this. I didn't. I didn't get to the part where um, Hamilton theoretically comes in, but apparently Attack on Titan and Riverdale do as well. Um, this is called Jacob Edward by Jedward on Slay. Ao3, <laughs> and it's um, it's quite long. It's ten thousand words, and oh. I didn't really feel like reading all of it. Yeah. And it's like a script style thing mm-hmm. of Jacob and Edward. And the idea is, what if Bella was never in the picture? What if Jacob imprinted <laughs> on Edward instead of Renesmee? That shit was weird. Slay. So it's, yeah, they literally just, Jacob, Edward, Jacob, oh, Edward, Jacob. Man, it's it's so, it is so long. Especially because there's like no descriptions. It's awful. So I was like, we're not, we're not doing this. <laughs> there's no way. So, yeah. It's like... <laughs> and it's mostly just Jacob Edward, Jacob Edward, Jacob Edward. And I can't tell when any other characters actually ever come in. So. Nice. And it's also they're on Zoom. Oh. Interesting. I don't know. But yeah. Anyways, I think Hamilton is such an interesting cultural moment. Yeah. Because it's like... It's like, why? Why? Yeah. I don't think a cultural moment would ever come around again where it would be acceptable to write yeah. a musical like Hamilton. Well, I think it would be acceptable to write musical, yes, but like but acceptable this, to write fan fiction about a historical yes, thing. Yes, that, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the, the explosion of the Hamilton fandom. Yeah. Like headcanoning dead like, slave owners. George Wash- Like why are you going around writing fan fiction about George Washington or something like that? Like, like it just it feels a little wrong. They should more than a little. They should do that again, but we can move on to uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, like advance it a bit in yeah. history. We just keep going. Like every few years, we move up, do the next like important historical event in American history. I think they should do one about how um, Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony were bitches, because they were. Well. I had to write a paper on that. I did a project on Susan B. Anthony in, like, fourth grade, so I don't really remember. They should do one about how the Bronte sisters were emo. 
but and also, they slayed. my fourth grade teacher would cosplay as Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> yeah, well, when I went to high school and we had to write uh, papers about historical figures, I learned that Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton were racist, so... Well, my cosplaying teacher didn't act that out when she performed <laughs> in, in front of us with another actor guy that I don't remember who he was supposed to be. I don't know. That didn't come up, so... Oh, R.I.P. But anyways, um, that was what I had for Hamilton. So we'll save most of those, because most of them were on there. Yeah. If you'd like to read the, the Glee one, you'll have to find that on your own time. Yeah, R.I.P. Sorry about that. Okay, but we'll go pick for next week, or probably next week. <laughs> we will try our best. All right, it's been so long. Let's see if it will give us anything. Ski jumping RPS. Like what? <laughs> Got seven? I don't know enough about Got seven. Mm. Um, Peter Pan and the Pirates. Original work. CSI. We're not, I'm not seeing anything. This is, too, I'm going to be honest, it's too far away from me to read when you're going okay. too quickly, so I'm not, uh, you're the one, kind of the only one looking at this. Marvel original work, something in Russian. I've actually seen that, just kidding. Degrassi. Oh my god. With Drake in his wheelchair. <laughs> uh, Star oh. Wars. Kingdom 2014. Tennis RPF. Men's football RPF. But in Russian. We might have to skip, because I don't... Yeah, we can just go to most recent, but... Yeah. Also, I don't have the wheel up, so we're going to have to figure that out. Oh, that's kind of on you. Well, I'm sorry. So, yeah, we're going to go to most recent and see what we get there. Because I'm going to be real with you guys. I did not recognize any of those. I didn't recognize Marvel at all. Okay. Pokemon, Naruto, Genshin Impact, My Hero, Kirby, Kirby, Mass Effect, my dad has that game. <laughs> well, let's invite him on. <laughs> I'm sure he would actually really appreciate the whole vibe of this, mm. and he would totally understand yeah, it. Yeah, really love it. Yeah, we should, oh my God, we should get our dads on. Well. MCR. Hi, cute. Free Rain. Wait, Free Rain. Um, the guy who plays Kaz in Shadow and Bone was in Free Rain. Okay. And a lot of people who were like little super fans watched it first because they're like, we need to see Kaz. It's nice. Okay. Let's down here. MCU. Bungo Stray Dogs. I haven't watched enough of that. I don't think. Well, I haven't seen it at all. So. Okay. Attack on Titan. Have we done JJK yet? I don't think so. Do you want to do, do that? that? Yeah. Okay. You can look for it. Jujutsu Kaisen. Hamilton is in that as well. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> 911 Lone Star. Oh, My Hero. Harry Potter. Um, Miraculous Ladybug. Engine Impact. Hawaii Five O. Our flag means death. Ooh, that was so good. I don't know. I don't think there's enough fanfic about well, yeah, it yet because it literally just came out. But yeah. you guys should all watch Our Flag Means Death. It was so good. Julie and the Phantoms. Obviously. Gravity Falls. Is that on? 
Is that on our list? Gra- oh, yeah, I think it is. I can do Gravity Falls. Okay, yeah. Just to like. Oh, Boy Meets World. Would you rather do that? Boy Meets- the fact that it came up, Boy Meets World is also on our list, and I feel like. Yeah, we can we- do. Yeah. We can do Boy Meets World. I was thinking it can be, like, Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World, because, like... Yes, yeah. That will just come They up. They cross over. Yeah, and there's definitely more Girl Meets World than Boy Meets World, but... Why don't we do that? Because that's your that's your favorite. Yeah, I just can't believe it came up for most recent... Well, story. that means we have to. Yeah, I know. But uh, you really sent me that, the Jarek edit the other day, and I really appreciated it, so you're really getting... I did. I, I saw a Jarek edit on my TikTok yeah, for you so page. you're really getting... Uh-huh. You're learning. And there's BTS right under it. Wow, that was really meant for you. They said Boy Meets World BTS, yeah. for, right for Emily. And it's a uh, Gen X reader. So, wow. Uh, they really planned this out. So next time, Jujutsu Kaisen and, and... Girl Meets World slash Boy Meets World. So excited. Wow, crazy. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, see you next time. Peace and love.